This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Gene Baptiste with one. Heaves it for the win. Oh! David Jean Baptiste drives, goes up, three pointer on the way. Got it! He hit it! David Jean Baptiste, three at the buzzer. Bucks win it! Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday morning. Yes, it is March. The call there on the buzzer beater last night. Furman goes down. They had a chance to make their first tournament in a very long time. They could not get there. So we get March. We get the madness. We get the excitement and the buzzer beaters and all that. And we'll get to a lot of March madness today and college hoops and and tournament futures and and tournaments to start today that we want to give out picks for and ones we like. But we got to start with a story, guys, that is, um, I would say, all of what we do, a lot of what we do, and then it interweaves into the actual games and, and players we bet on. So a story broke yesterday, and we can get some of the details here, Adam Schefter and how we reported it yesterday. But the, the, the basic crux of it, as we start off the show, Joe, is that Calvin Ridley, wide receiver for the Falcons, who missed a lot of last year with mental health issues, personal issues, at some point during that time away from the team, bet on an NFL game. He bet on the Atlanta Falcons, three-leg parlay, five-leg parlay, eight-leg parlay. Maybe he's listed to the show, and he, uh, he was caught, and he is now suspended for a year at least – at least a year by the NFL. Joe, your reaction when you saw it yesterday? And there's none of us that believe that the list is Josh Shaw or Schlichter in 1983, Alex Karras, Paul Horning in 1963. Like, that's not the list. There are a lot of active players in the NFL betting, and uh, you can't argue against it. There are a lot of things that are true. A lot. And it's funny how people are planting a flag in one side or the other. The NFL's right. The NFL's wrong. The game of whataboutism, which we can do all damn day. And it is certainly fair to bring up. There are a lot of things that can be true. Is the NFL now all in on sports betting? Yes, we understand that. Do they have partnerships in some form or fashion? Are they taking billions, billions of dollars to be in on sports betting? Yes, that's true. Um, can you do it? Are they in your face with legalized sports betting? Spend your money here. Spend your money there. Yes. And I would do the same damn thing, but it doesn't mean Calvin Ridley should be allowed to bet on games. I mean, we all have rules in life. Like just because something's legal doesn't mean that your employer has to allow you to do it. There are things that we cannot do that are certainly legal that most people would be like, wait, why, why can't you do it? That's legal. No, that's not what we're talking about here. And another thing that's very, very true is the NFL is making an example of Ridley. In no way is this a fair punishment, but he broke the rules. He's been reminded of the rules again and again and again, and he still did it. He didn't care, and he was very stupid about it. Very dumb. And I think what we're finding out, though, and, and maybe they went out of their way. Maybe they were always going to make an example of someone because they know they have so many players betting on sports. You just can't escape it. Um, it's just it's part of the culture now. But maybe they were always going to make an example out of someone, and maybe they went out of their way to prove, hey, this thing that we set up with Genius Sports, 
it works. It works. And we caught a star player. Funny, nobody gave a damn when a no-name player like Josh Shaw got busted a couple of years ago. Right. Different. different. And this there's was probably more that have been busted, but the NFL, we just don't know about it. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. This is ba- a bad look for the NFL. They had to make an example of him. Um, you know, he's being owed, what, $11 million next year. He can't play. Um, so it's something they had to do. Um, because he took a step away from the game, obviously he wasn't throwing games, so I could see the argument on both sides. Is it that big of a deal? I understand, but you if you don't punish this guy and make an example out of him, then more players are going to be like, ooh, I can do it, or I'll just have my friends place the bets, mm-hmm. and maybe they just won't take it that serious. So they had to come down hard. What I do think the NFL needs to do is if they're going to come down hard on Calvin Ridley, what what are they doing with Steven Ross in the whole thing with Brian Flores, you know, so saying that he was paid to lose games. I mean, you you've gotta you've gotta address this. I mean, I, I, I just am upset that we've just moved on from that news cycle and nothing's been done about that. Let's hear from Adam Schefter. Here's how the report came down yesterday. Uh, yesterday afternoon on Monday, we found out that Calvin Ridley was suspended for the uh, indefinitely, but for the 2022 season. It was a time in which Calvin Ridley was away from the Falcons in November, a five-day period in which the NFL determined he was out of state in Florida on his cell phone. He placed three, five, and 18 parlay bets on his Atlanta Falcons team. Now, the league determined that there was no inside information, no contact with coaches, but the league does not want any appearance of impropriety whatsoever. And the rules are very clear in the NFL's gambling policy and so it essentially suspended Calvin Ridley at least one year. He is eligible to apply for reinstatement February 15th, 2023. And so he will lose $11.1 million in base salary next year because he placed what he says is $1,500 worth of bets on a few parlays. Joe, you threw out the word, is it fair? Is it not fair a few minutes ago? I, I don't think fairness matters in this. This... No. This is the one thing that could take down the NFL's popularity and change how the money's coming in. Nothing else can. Like, and you said the whataboutism, right? Like, there's other bad things players do. We all know this. Players do bad things. People do bad things, right? They get in trouble. But none of those things impacts the integrity of the game. Like, I'm not here to play the moral police, but I think we all realize there's a lot of things worse than what Calvin Ridley did. I don't think what he did from a moral perspective is wrong. We do a sports betting show. Like, who cares? Hope he listens to the show. But he's not allowed to do it. People that bet on the NFL, why do we do it? Because it's fun, right? We think we can make some money, but we believe the games are fair and we believe we have all the information. Like we can debate who's a good coach, who's a good player, but when they give us injury information, we know the weather, right? We know who played last and who had a bye. What we don't know is if players are gambling on the game. Like this is the one thing the NFL can't have. I do. We know the the players are gambling in games. Well, but but we don't. But yeah, but you don't though. Like you think maybe, but now we know. Like once it's out there, mm-hmm. once it's out there, they had to be strong. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was stronger. So Joe Banner threw out a tweet yesterday saying he was surprised it was only one year. Like they could have gone further, and I would have supported it. But this can't happen. This this will take the whole thing down. And quickly on the idea that like, hey, the NFL is making money off of gambling. Why can't Calvin Ridley? They they share the revenue. Right. That's the way the salary cap works. Calvin Ridley is making money off of sports books. All the players are. 
That's the way it works. They they collectively bargain this. It's the rules. Like he broke the rule. It it, it just reminds us. Let's not forget who's the boss of of Roger Goodell. We were wondering about Stephen Ross. What's going to happen with Stephen Ross? Well, Stephen Ross is his boss. Right. Probably nothing unless they have all of the evidence in the world. Like there's nothing going to happen to Stephen Ross. It's it's strange where they come down hard on. It it really tells you how the owners feel about certain subjects. Like gambling, that is a no-go. We cannot have this. He sat out most of last year for completely different reasons. You know, the NFL will be just fine without Calvin Ridley. There is no player that is bigger than the sport. If Tom Brady stays retired, the NFL will not lose any popularity, right? I actually think, Joe G, that we've heard stuff like this in the past. People are still going to bet on games. Like, think about how we are during the week and how, once people, how people feel when they get to Sundays. Are they worried, well, I'm not going to bet on it because they're going to toss a game? It is the one sport where nothing's going to happen to it. Nothing. You you want to talk about Teflon? That is the one sport. Now, if you were talking about baseball, sure. There are some people that are, eh, okay, maybe I'll bet on it. Maybe I won't. Uh, they just do it once in a while. But let's not forget the owners are the bosses. And if you want to bring up Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder's a boss. Nothing's going to happen to him. But it is, uh, it's pretty telling how they've come so hard on things like Josh Gordon with weed. And, and where we are with legalization. And here we sit with legalization with sports betting, and they're taking millions and billions of dollars. But uh, th- this is this is not happening. This is a no-go. And, you know, it it is – it's fair. If, if you want to bring up that it doesn't make any sense, Ray Rice, uh, Greg Hardy, Adrian Peterson, all of that stuff, like that, that is certainly fair to bring up. But um, we see where the owners come down hard on. And if you see someone or hear someone talking about inside information, change this channel immediately. Like, there's no inside information here. 18 parlay, that's like just give 500, give $1,000 to the lottery system because that's what he's doing with an 18 parlay. I assume they're not money line parlays. I assume he was doing them ATS because he was trying to hit a lot of tickets. But, I mean, come on. Like, if, if that was in question at all about inside information, about how he has all this crazy stuff, look exactly. at the line movement that we see on Sunday morning when injury reports come out and it moves. And then, you know, the complete opposite result happens all the time. That That's not a part of this specific situation at all. My first thought was what he was doing was what we call just for funsies. He clearly doesn't yeah. listen to our show because we don't promote eight leg parlays and take it seriously. If he was really gambling with an edge and in inside information, which that part of it sucks, you know, um, but some they had to make an example out of him. They had you to. Know, it's very black and white. You can't do it. But I, I do think, and I know he was away from the team, and, and the parlay angle Joe makes it feel like you know he's just having some fun here. But I do think any player inherently does have inside information, even if he was away from the team. Like, imagine if if he's uh, he, he's a Falcon, right, and he's away from the team. He could be texting with his buddy who plays wide receiver in the receiver room, and that receiver says, I'm getting a big right. week this week. Like, I'm a big part of the game plan. Like, yes. I'm going over on his catches. Like, inherently, But as far as we has... know, they weren't profits, right? Like, that—that that is right. a big question when it comes – that comes into play. Right. And 
You know, one one thing that one reason I never thought that this would really be that big of a deal, not only because of the legalization, because it's in your face 24 seven, they're saying, hey, you're not cool if you're not betting like that perception is out there a little bit. But look at what Ridley wagered compared to his salary. Look in, in the colleges. Look at what these kids are going to be getting in these NIL deals compared to what you can get down like fifteen hundred dollars is this is this is a drop in the bucket. It's nothing. I'm sure a part of Ridley's thought process was I'm looking around the stadium. It's all I see. It's all I see on television. It, it can't be that bad. What if I did get busted? I know I'm not supposed to do it, but it seems fun. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Well, this is a lot worse than he probably ever imagined. Well, and think about the money he lost. So his contract doesn't toll, right? So he will be, it won't be a free agent after the season. So he loses the 11 million this year. He probably was in line for a contract extension when he got traded. He was going to get traded this offseason. So he loses yeah. all that money. Then he has to play next year back on this current deal. And then he won't be a free agent. He's almost 30 years old. Like this is life changing mistake here by, uh, by Calvin Ridley. Now, Joe, you brought up other people's kind of like feelings like, well, this is bad. This is bad. The one angle that is interesting because it's all kind of intertwined. and I don't know how the NFL handles all this is like someone like Warren Sharp, right? Warren Sharp. Ooh. We know who he is. He's been around the NFL for a while now. He um, he's a consultant for teams. He also sells, you know, he, he, you could pay for a subscription to his website, which he gives you gambling advice. Right, but bad, he also bad gambling advice. Well, there's that. <laughs> but people are paying, and don't waste your money. <laughs> documented friendly with coaches to the fact where he he claims, and we can take him on his face value, that he texts with coaches about play calling. Like talk about like mm -hmm. just conflict of interest. He's giving out gambling advice, texting with coaches. Like it's not hard to see how that could easily bleed into your gambling advice, Aaron. Even if even if he didn't mean it to, like. Hey, he kind of knows what the coach of this team might do this week. Hey, take the over on this running back. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yep. it, you've got to look at this as a total conflict of interest. You're a consultant for teams, and you're giving out – you're selling gambling advice to people. That's – that's. I mean, I don't know how that's okay, but what Calvin Ridley what, did. What did we just see? Perfect example. What we just saw in the biggest gambling event of the year, the Super Bowl national anthem inside information that's how you win the national anthem bet right. the reason that the over jumped days before the super bowl was because warren sharp gave it out to his subscribers you think he didn't have inside information he's got all these contacts inside the nfl that thing is timed out perfectly they know exactly the, to the second, to the tenth of a second, how long that anthem's going to go as they time the flyovers, so, so they send it to break. They know for days how long that's going to go. People inside the NFL, Warren Sharp had that information, and he gave it to his subscribers. Like, <laughs> I know the legal books are not taking action on that, but there are a lot of illegal books that sure. we don't talk about. That most people don't talk about in this space anymore. But they are, uh, they're alive and they are thriving. There are a lot of people that handle would still blow your mind that is happening uh, at these offshore uh, sites. I imagine there's a lot of agents yesterday and this morning texting all of their players saying, delete the apps, get them all off your phone now. Just don't do this. I mean, this yeah. is life-changing mistake. Calvin really made it. He's gone for at least a year. On the other side, let's dive into some conference tournaments, college basketball, the ACC, the WAC, the A-10. We'll give you thoughts on all of them up next. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network.
These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.